to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Where no topic is off limits. Hey, welcome everybody to Ooh. Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. And that's us. I'm Diana. I'm Kendall. I'm Ashton. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. What are we going to talk about today? Preparation. Preparation. Uh, do we really want to talk about that? Because, you know, preparation means you got to actually do something to get something. Darn. How dare you yep. expect things from expect me? Expect things. So how does that relate to us um, in our daily life? You know, we did a, we talked uh, yesterday at, at uh, worship at our meeting place, if you will, um, about being prepared and how God had prepared uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to go through what they did in the fiery furnace. Um, you know, first they had the King Nebuchadnezzar uh, limited what they could eat or drink as far as he wanted them to eat and drink the the meat and the wine of the idols and all of that. And they said, no, we're not going to do that. And that's where we get the whole Daniel fast because Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach were, and Abednego were all together there. And so they proved that God was in control of their bodies and their minds and their wills by doing only what he had instructed them to do. And so that's where we get the whole Daniel fast thing. And so they prepared themselves because when... The fiery furnace came, it was because Nebuchadnezzar had built a statue of himself, a gold statue that was 90 feet tall and six foot wide. And nine foot wide? Right. So 90 and by nine. Nine. That's huge. Nine. That's huge. You don't really like yourself. (laughs) 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 To have a 90 foot gold statue statue of yourself Mm. made and then command everyone that as soon as they and this is what caught me Kendall too is what had to happen before they bowed the worship music yeah the worship music had to be played first Mm. so they had the uh once they heard the harp and the lyre and the flute and all of that the whole symphony he had to have worship before it's he was like a mockery huh? before he was worshipped. Oh, wow. And who do we know that was the the chief angel over worship in heaven? Satan. Mm, <laughs> so Lucifer, that big ugly nasty thing, uh, was the one <laughs> over the worship. So isn't it ironic that here we have Nebuchadnezzar who required the worship music before he was worshipped? And it was a symbol of that. So when they refused to uh, bow down, we know that um, he, that the king commanded them to be bound and thrown into that fiery furnace. It said with all of their coats and, and turbans and everything, um, they were bound and thrown in there. But then we know what happened. Who shows up? Jesus. Jesus shows up in the fire. It was a fourth man. The fourth man. Mm, eyes like fire. Say. Hair like wool. Hey. Feet like brass. Hey. 
<laughs> shows up in the middle of it, you yeah. know. So uh, praise God, because then it says they came out. When he looked in there, and the king looked in there, and he says, I thought we put three bound men in yeah. there. And what I see are, are four walking all around, mm-hmm. no longer bound, but then there's that fourth man. So praise God. And come out and don't even have a hair on their head singed, and they don't even smell like smoke. And so what we saw as they went out of that was not only did the king then say that their God is the one true God, Mm -hmm. but then going through that process, going through that time of preparation, what happened to them at the end of it? Promoted. They were promoted. Because then the king says, I want you to be next to me. I want Mm -hmm. you to be close to me because I know the favor that's on you. Mm -hmm. And so since they went through that, then they had that favor of God and God showed himself and not that they did anything. All they had to do was believe that no matter what was going to happen in that time, that God was going to show up in the middle of it. And if he didn't, they're going to be with him on the other side anyway. So there was, theirs was like, well, whether he shows up, he don't show up. We're not bowing to you. Yeah. And so that's where we find ourselves in our lives is when we're going through some things. And I might be the only one go through some things. Y'all go through anything? (laughs) Is that even a question? (laughs) (laughs) But when we're going through some things, right, if our mindset changes to where I know that there's going to be another side, I know that in the middle of this, he's here with me. And he's there with me on the other side, right? So we're going to get a little deeper into that as we go in. But I have my friend Jen here today. Hi. 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 Welcome, Jen. (laughs) If you didn't hear the podcast with Jen, she shared with us uh, her background in education and the public school versus the private school sector that's going on. And, and, um, you know, when we talk about preparation and being prepared for whatever God has for us on the other side, no one can better address it than a teacher because there is a lot of things that go into place and in preparation for your class. You want to kind of share with us some of those things? Um, yeah, I was thinking about when we were preparing for a new unit. Usually it's anywhere from two to three weeks. We go right to the back of the unit, find out what the students need to have learned by the end of the unit. So we do what's called backward planning. Mm. So we start from the back and then go all the way to the front to see, make sure that we have the timing right, that we know that we're going to get everything done in those 15 days or 12 days, whatever, however long it is. And that gives us a big picture of, okay, so when I start this unit, they're definitely going to need this vocabulary. They're definitely going to be need to um, like identify things on a map or whatever, places on a map. And so we have more of a, an understanding and that way, we're not just kind of flying dark, <laughs> like in the dark. We kind of know exactly where we're going. Mm, I love that. I love that. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we will share some more. Hey, y'all. If you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text GIVE to 833-576-1168. You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab Sow a Seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to P.O. Box 1318, Forney, Texas, 75126. And all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed. Hey, yeah, thank you for your seed. Thank you for sowing into the ministry. Take some money, 
to get on here and do these things, but right. we're we're so thankful that you're joining us today. And so we're talking about preparation, and Jen's just shared with us some of the things that teachers have to go through in order to be prepared for their class for the year. And I love that she said that we go to the back and then we work our way forward. And and I, I love that because when we began the ministry um, for M3MI, was a ministry that was birthed in me 40 years ago, and that was, I said 40, 40 years ago <laughs> uh, when I was 14, and God had given me a vision of a ministry, and uh, it's not just a ch- it's not a church, it's, it's a big, huge thing. Um, and then when these girls came along, Kendall came with me last year, joined us, and then Ashton joined us in April, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I told them, I said, let God... If you're supposed to be a part of this ministry, let God show you the vision of the ministry and you write it down. Because Habakkuk 2 tells us, write down the vision. You know, write it down so that um, you can see it come to pass. When God gives you a dream, when he gives you a vision, write it down. Because it's somewhere where you're going to go. Yet, in the process of before you get to where that is, there's going to be a time of preparation. Yep. Right? And so God birthed in them the same vision that he gave me uh, 40 years ago. And that's why we share this vision. And SDU is a part of the vision. And so, Jen, tell me, if you if you went to your classroom unprepared, no lesson planned, how do you think your day would go? It would definitely be a hot mess. <laughs> it would hot be horrible. Mess. And then you got like 16 or 17 little first graders staring at you and they... You know, you've got to keep them busy and, and engaged, and so it would just be a mess. I think engaged is a good mm-hmm. word. Is a good word. Yep. All right, Kendall, what about you? When you, you have your own business doing photography and all of that, what if you didn't take your camera? Hmm. Or whether, what if you didn't have any idea of what you were going to start out when you took pictures? How would that be? I mean, it wouldn't just affect me as the the one taking the pictures, the the owner of the business, it would affect my clients. It would affect the outcome of what they have maybe already prior paid for, or maybe they haven't paid yet. You know, it would affect the money that they um, gave me. It would affect what they expected. It would affect even their emotions in that, that set, you know, that session, they would probably not be too happy. (laughs) Um, I mean, it it would affect the whole, not even just that moment. It, It would, but a bad taste on my business even for future. Mm-hmm. What about you, uh, Ashton? Well, how would that be if people came into your shop and you're in your stall because you're independent you're about to be your own independent yes. uh, hair, hair person? How, what's, what's your title as a, as an independent? What Just you, independent hairdresser. Mm, that's all. No fancier name than that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. It's about as simple as it gets. But your specialty uh, is in what? I do a lot of blondes. I would say color in general is my specialty. Um, so what if you didn't have products there or? They would, I mean, clients are kind of mean. They'll eat you alive, <laughs> man. I'm like, um, even when you have your things, if you don't meet their expectations, you know, by continuing your education, hair isn't just a, a one and done thing. You have to keep up with the latest trends. I think photography is the same way. People want, I've seen like the blurred images and things like that. You have to learn so that you're able to give those things to the clients um, because you can't just be like, 
oh, I only do this one thing, you have to, like, branch out. And, and if you don't, and if you don't keep yourself educated, keep yourself knowledgeable of the things that they're asking for, they're not nice. And the quickest way to burn down any business, any person, is word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And you can do something phenomenal, and they may tell one or two people, but you mess up, it's guaranteed they will go tell 10 or 15 people your mess-ups. Mm-hmm. So. Well, now there's social media. Yeah. So now, you know, you can, you don't even have to tell anybody but Facebook or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, Insta, and everybody's going to know that we don't want to go there, yep. you know. I see people get roasted all the time in our little town where, you know, somebody says they don't like the food there, and then there's all of a sudden 60 to 80 people say, well, I thought I liked it, but maybe I'll try something else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like that. If we If we're not prepared to do what God has called us to do, whether it be as a teacher, as a photographer, as a hairdresser, then we're not going to be successful mm-hmm. in what he's called us to do because your passion is something that he's birthed inside of you. Mm-hmm. It might not be what you feel like, oh, this is my calling from God and, you know, I, I, I just have to do it. But in a, in a way it is because he has given you a passion and a desire for that. And so in that, we prepare to do our very best and that all that we do we honor him, yeah. we give him praise, we give him glory in all that we do. Because the Bible says in everything you do, do it as you're doing it unto him, then you'll never get frustrated by doing it wrong because you're always going to give him your very best, right? Yeah. And so in our time of preparation, as we're in this time of ministry, how does that all go back to being a Christian? Because God has placed inside of each of us a vision, a call to do something for the kingdom. And when our mindset changes to kingdom-mindedness, then we want to do it in excellence. And that, God, whatever it is that you have for me, I know that you know the end from the beginning because the Bible says there's books already written in heaven. So today, let me line up with what you have for me and you've already planned and purpose for me so that I'm walking and operating in your will. Prepare me for what it is. So the vision that God gave us for M3MI is huge. It's not just a simple thing. And if we look at it in our own mindset, it's very daunting. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I'm 54, you know, how am I going to do this? How am I going to, how's this going to happen, you know? But if I see it in the perspective that God has said, this is going to come to pass, write it down. And then you don't have to make it come to pass watching me make it come to pass. Right. And I like how it ties back into what Jen said. It's the it's the end backward. You know, we, we see right now, we, we see the daunting vision. We see the big thing um, there. And it's like, what's, what's the next step? You know, you, you start with all the questions. Okay, see it. Now what? Now what? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that when you um, are overprepared, I like to be, because I'm like that as a teacher, I like to be completely, I want to know what I'm going to be doing, what I'm teaching, where I'm going, where my objectives are. But when I have that in my brain, I already know what I'm doing, then my teaching just comes out and then I feel like my love of learning is infectious mm. and then those kids see it and they're like, wow, I mean, yeah. whatever whatever content I'm teaching, it's just like I want to bring that that fire and that, that enjoyment to whatever I'm telling the kids so that mm-hmm. they understand it and that it makes sense and that it's not just a okay, I learned that right for this moment, but then in an hour, I'm not going to remember what you mm-hmm. just told me. So, 
and that happens. <laughs> I think I think that's awesome. But it's like I said, we we trust God. We trust that what He has given the vision to do, mm-hmm. He's going to complete, mm-hmm. and that He's just we're just the vessels in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, and so I, I love that. I love that we have the vision. We don't know how it's going to come to pass, but if we trust Him in the process of it, He's going to be right there with us, right? Yes. All right, so we could talk about this for a long time, right? We might need to do a preparation too, but I want us to be just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That no matter what comes, whatever the enemy throws our way, we're not bowing down to it. Uh We trust God in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. Whether we go through the fire, it doesn't matter because he's going to be right there in the middle of it with us. He's not ever going to leave us or forsake us. He gave us that promise, right? So that's how we stand on the word. We know what the word says. So he can't be contrary to himself. God can't lie. Yeah. So if our mind changes and says, if God's word says this about me and for me, then I know that he's going to do it and that he's faithful to do it in the process. So whatever your time of preparation, whatever you're going through right now, whether you're going through a divorce, whether you're going through an illness, whether you're going through just hurt and pain, abandonment, whatever that your issue is, one, reach out to us and let us know if you have a prayer need or, or you know, you just have a prayer request for someone else or, you know, if you just want to uh, talk to us about anything, any kind of topic that you'd like to hear us discuss on here, we're about to give you the information for that as we close out for today. But, but I thank you for joining us. Thank you, Kendall. Thank, thank you, you, Ashton. Thank you, thank you Jen, thank for you. being with us. You're welcome. Thank um, you. And we're so happy uh, that y'all have been with us. Uh, We will pray for all of you. We will pray for all of you as we go, all of our listeners, because we know that there are hearts that needed this today and those who will need it in the future. So remember to show some love. Show some compassion. Give mercy. And and go go be Jesus Jesus today. Hey, SDU family, thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.